Now tuning in to Earbud Media. Audio for everyone. Anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah, anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah, anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Ah, anthropology in the time of the apocalypse. Welcome back to Anthropology in the Time of the Apocalypse. Welcome back, y'all. It's Nina. And Aaron. And today we have like the most lovely person ever, both of our close friend, and then we're all close friends, if that makes sense, like separately <laughs> and together. My name's Aviv. She's wonderful. She's marvelous. Do you want to say hi? Hello. I'm so excited to be on here. We've been looking forward to having you on for a while. And we like don't answer emails. so. <laughs> and I have been listening to the podcast. Which is so sweet. I don't, I'm always shocked when people listen to it, honestly. <laughs> like we're talking to the void. <laughs> I find it very enjoyable just to hear y'all talk about any and everything. Yeah, just foolishness mostly. <laughs> but today's theme is really, really fun, I think. I think we all think that. Do you want to introduce it, Erin? You know, lots of things have happened during the pandemic, but... Some people are queer in the pandemic. <laughs> Some people. All of us. <laughs> all of us are our gayest self in the pandemic. <laughs> and we wanted to just talk to Aviv about, you know, her time this past year. Yeah, I think everyone is like in isolation. So we're just constantly self-reflecting. And I think a lot of people have been realizing that they're gay very much. And some not great because they're in relationships that they don't want to be in but that's not where we are we're we were we're (laughs) so yeah we're gonna ask a couple of questions about covid about queerness about chicago about pop culture and just try to engage in a really good convo about the gays (laughs) i feel like we don't talk about it enough We don't. We're like mysterious. Like I said in the last episode, we're kind of mysterious people. We don't know how to talk about ourselves. It's like, and like, goddamn, we're on a podcast. So that's the only thing we're supposed to do. We're we're gonna do that. Okay. So how are you? How are you doing today, Aviv? I'm good. Yeah. I'll say also. I use they pronouns, and yeah, I'm doing good. I'm already completely done with spring quarter we just started yeah. spring quarter yeah. um so i'm exhausted but the weather is getting nicer and this is when i forget how much seasonal depression affects me is <laughs> when the weather starts to it's get so nicer fun. yeah but it also is hard because now i want to be outside and not inside mm-hmm. i can't really do like that's what i miss about in person is that you could leave <laughs> you could mm-hmm. go outside like after class you leave and go home and instead I just have to sit in my office and look at how like sunny it is mm-hmm. and go I want to be there and I can't it's poop you could even like do work outside I've been doing that a little bit because I have a porch mm. and we have wi-fi that extends to the porch oh nice love that yeah I've been trying to think about how I can because I live next to the lakefront how I can do things on the beach but I think I'm just gonna have to use my data and suck it up and just sit outside because I cannot I cannot be in here anymore Mm -hmm. how have you been doing Erin you know taking it day (laughs) by day (laughs) 
the weather has been really nice and <laughs> just to, and this happens every winter but as soon as like it thaws it's like a million people are outside and I'm like we all live here like <laughs> I never see you so I feel yeah. like we're back to that and it's there's grass and I guess the, the I, just, I just get really close to the window and pretend I'm like outside <laughs> you can go outside <laughs> I mean I do but like when I'm like doing work and stuff the longing to be outside <laughs> yeah I was just telling y'all so if you didn't know that I go I went to a all-girls catholic high school and unfortunately I also went to catholic grade school <laughs> or For college yeah and college and um, I was a theater kid and in grade school, we could only do religious plays. <laughs> and so we did Godspell, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> and um, there's a song <laughs> that's like, day by day. And <laughs> every time you say that, Aaron, I think about me, little Nina, sitting in a crowd singing about Jesus, whom I don't fucks with now. But anyways, <laughs> just wanted to mention I'll that. Make like an updated day by day jingle yeah. to get in your head so that it can. I've been so steeped in Catholicism and I hate it so much. Oh, I have to say that I um, consider myself a recovered theater kid. <gasps> yes. <laughs> <laughs> And so do explain, please. <laughs> yeah, I, I too was deeply invested in theater all throughout my entire life, and especially in high school. <laughs> okay, what were your roles? What were your most okay. iconic roles? Yeah, um, so I was an act- actor, um, <laughs> unfortunately. <laughs> I used to spell theater like T-H-E-A-T-R-E. Instead yep. of P-E-R. Yep. <laughs> like the fancy snap, way. Snap, snap. Yep. <laughs> My most iconic roles happened when I was little. Mm-hmm. I played the queen in Once Upon a Mattress. Wow. Um, thank you. I also played <laughs> I also played the cat in in Susical. The, the cat? The cat in the hat. Oh wow. Okay, you've got some iconic roles. You should have known you were queer. (laughs) I know. I know. know. There were so many signs, truly Mm -hmm. so many signs that I Mm -hmm. I was telling Nina this also that um, when I was little, I was like really obsessed with the American Girl book that was like Our Bodies Ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. That all the yeah, it showed you how to be a woman. <laughs> yeah, it you helped. Like, talking about Aaron? Yes. Oh, yeah, I had that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We all yeah. unfortunately had that. Yeah. <laughs> it just had like drawings of like naked women mm-hmm. developing like breasts and like their vaginas. And I yeah. would always turn to that page. But I was Same. like, <laughs> I would stalk it. Yeah. I would do it at borders. I would sit in borders and um go and hide the book in another book and look through it a lot. <laughs> and I also didn't know I was queer for a long time. And that should have been a Yeah. Erin, were you a were you a theater kid? I feel like you give tech energy. <laughs> I was in theater when I was like in elementary and middle school. I like did things. I was uh-huh. like a lead in fourth grade. I was Glinda. Oh my god. Um, the Good Witch. I was in the, oh, back yeah. of the musicals. I was the bad witch. <laughs> and then, in, 
yes. And then in high school, um, I was just friends with all the theater kids. And I like mm-hmm. auditioned yeah. a couple times to do like makeup, but then I like, they never picked. Mm-hmm. So I just showed up and then you know, went to IHOP afterwards, but it wasn't in the show. <laughs> <laughs> you were, you were morale though, you know, mm-hmm. you were in the community. <laughs> right. Like mm-hmm. an attendance yeah. that like wasn't apparent, so kind of like nice. <laughs> right. You were like, yeah, exactly. That's what we need. <laughs> I think that's better. Yeah, me too. Because <laughs> you kind of are unscathed. Like yeah. you right. can say I was that you were the there. I like right. I, I like wasn't in all the, all the jokes. Like I definitely, you know, but there was a lot of FOMO. But now, you know, mm-hmm. like, mm-hmm. I just get to be friends with previous theaters. There's like a lot of TikToks where they're doing POVs of like when the yes. director like <laughs> opening night is in one week. Yes. <laughs> we are not ready. And I rem- I very much remember that and the fear and the tears that I had mm-hmm. in my in my Catholic girls uniform sitting in our theater being like, oh my God, my life is gonna end if we don't learn our fucking life. Absolutely. It's horrible. Um, what were some of your iconic roles? Let's let's go through them. I was in the iconic <laughs> play that no one knows, Maria Montessori. That was my first musical. Um, <laughs> and I was like in fourth grade. And it, I, I'm a Montessori child. I'm a product mm. of it. And it was all about Maria who founded the Montessori. And I think I was like dirty child one. Because <laughs> she like helped the poor kids learn um and then I, <laughs> so I was in Godspell I was in um Joseph and the Technicolor Dreamcoat mm-hmm. I was one of the brothers <laughs> I was in the wizard no what is it the wizard of Oz yeah I was the bad witch I was fucking Juliet up in these streets in a Roman <laughs> Juliet wow um not by choice I was supposed to be the friar and then our Juliet dropped out because she was a freshman and she couldn't deal with the stress and my director kept being like you have to be more feminine and warm and I was like I am not that (laughs) I was like I'm not warm and part of it now I'm like that was a little racialized Mm -hmm. because um I'm warm as hell just not in the like white woman white dress way you know yeah so those are my most iconic roles I think um I begged my director in high school to do rent and he said we cannot talk about AIDS in a Catholic school. And I said, okay, 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 okay. <laughs> I said, cool, 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 cool. That's fun. Yeah. Is it? <laughs> I feel like I give off the most theater kid energy, to be honest. You know, and I say this is a compliment, <laughs> but I think, <laughs> I think it's like in there, but it's not like so apparent, which I think is a really good thing because. Okay. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it comes out in specific right. times totally. when we're having certain conversations, mm-hmm. but otherwise I, I repress. Mm-hmm. And me too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's what we have to do to survive. <laughs> Anyways, how have you been <laughs> dealing with COVID? <laughs> Bad transition. <laughs> I have not see to anyone um yeah. <laughs> or I left my apartment really same we all kind of don't leave I wonder if that's interesting to listen to <laughs> yeah <laughs> <Little updates. laughs> yeah <laughs> haven't left yet 
Oh no, but I did leave last weekend and I hated it. So why would I, why would I leave my home? I think that I have become definitely a lot more introverted since COVID because I'm like, I don't, I want to see certain people, but I think the biggest lesson I've learned in coming to college is that I don't like people. There's so many people I don't like. (laughs) So I feel like we're we're like, we're supposed to somehow feel bad about that. And I don't like, I think it's good that you don't. And I've been saying this to other people. Like, I think it's fine to go in knowing that (laughs) you don't enjoy Mm -hmm. people's company and then be surprised instead of going in optimistic and then be disappointed by people who don't meet your standards. I have Mm -hmm. to agree. Yeah. One of the things that I think makes high school so intense is the like, these are your 500 other people that you can socialize with. Yes, other people, but it's still just like, this this is it. And I feel like when you're an adult, you can sort of be like, okay, so like my time, like I have to nap before this or like, this is like, (laughs) I am busy. Like I have things to do. Like you said, like having standards, why do I have to like socialize with people who suck or like who I don't get along with? Like, and it doesn't even just have to be personal. It can just be like, I don't, I'm busy. Like, I don't want to yeah. be around you. I don't, like, I'm busy yeah. being by myself because I'm more mm-hmm. fun than you. Like, right. I would also feel like once you get like a good three friends is really all you need to thrive, in my opinion. <laughs> and I love my three friends that have stuck with me through the BS. And like, recently I've been like, wow, I really kind of miss like getting to know people. And I actually don't. I don't as much as I thought. I think I miss socializing, but I don't miss like having to build relationships with like new people. Like that's, and I feel like in college, there's a pressure to do that, but like you have to be open all the time and be like making new friends, um, which is nonsense. Everyone sucks, especially at DePaul. (laughs) Yes. And I feel, I feel that I'm lucky because I had such a horrible experience in high school so that Mm. when I came into college, I was like, first of all, it can only get better. And also I came in with like a ton of identifiers for red flag for things that not Um, even things that like were bad, but things that I knew I didn't want to be around. And so Mm -hmm. when I made friends with people, like, obviously I'm still, I came in, I was like, okay, Aviv, you're not going to be friends with everyone that you meet at the beginning. And I'm not. But I was able to identify my roommates, my three like best friends, and be able to be like, okay, these people meet my standards, and yeah. I don't need to hang out with people who don't. Well, also, people who suck also like want to be around people who don't all the time. I feel like, and I don't want to say leeches because that feels mean, but there's a lot of leechy tendencies <laughs> for folks. I think that has also kind of like. And, you know, if I get called out for it, fight me. (laughs) I think that a lot of white people have that problem because there's, like, a lack of, like, like identity and, like, like Mm -hmm. identifiers of, like, personhood. And so they kind of, like, leech on to, like, people who have that. Um, And that is what I have found a lot at our school. Lots of white people being like, oh, my God, I really like that about you. And so they take (laughs) it. they take from you and then like it's mine now (laughs) yeah that's real yeah I think that makes a lot of sense I also feel like Nina with your you had like such a front-facing position at the women's center where it's like people can come in and you're supposed to like be 
super nice friendly and also like yeah. made, like probably white women's standards since it's fucking right. DePaul well I think like um and my boss because I always used to say like I don't feel like I'm a warm person and she was like I don't think that's true at all I think that you just I just don't care about facades and trying to make other people feel like good about themselves which is what I think I don't believe and I don't know if I said it before I don't think anyone's actually just nice that doesn't mm-hmm. exist and I don't have to like fake like something to make someone else feel warm if I want you to like be like feel welcome it's a different energy so mm-hmm. yeah I'm done with I'm done with that I've, I'm done with the facade of like oh my god welcome <laughs> to buffets how are you doing <laughs> no I don't care <laughs> Yeah, I think that's good. Do you want to talk about yourself a little bit? Yes. <laughs> like, sure. what, what your interests are and what year you are and everything? Yeah, so I'm a junior at DePaul <laughs> in the worst, and I'm studying double majoring in women and gender studies and psychology. And also, I just want to clarify that I, I have been studying this for almost three years and only now discovered that I am gay. Um, <laughs> So just, just putting it putting it out there. Well, how did you discover that you were gay? Okay, so here's the thing. <laughs> I have I have three roommates. Two of mm-hmm. them have known that they were queer for like a very long time. And so I did this thing that I think is is like a harmful thing that straight people do, where they're like, Oh my god, like I wish I were gay. Um mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. it seems like not like easier but it's like you have more because men suck yeah because <laughs> they suck so i would i would be all the time i'd be like oh my god i wish i were gay <laughs> and like all of these things and actually when we came to the apartment my mom started calling us the gay straight alliance um, <laughs> <laughs> because two of us were straight and the other two were gay um <laughs> And so we'd laugh about that all the time. Mm-hmm. But it wasn't really until the pandemic hit where I wasn't interacting with men at all. And also I wasn't really interacting with anyone apart from my roommates who like I feel like know me and I'm able to like totally be myself around them. And right. so I had at the beginning of the pandemic, I was like, hey, guys, do you think you could do conversion therapy for me and turn me? <laughs> oh, my, oh, my God. I was like, do you think you could turn me gay? Because I'm so tired of men. Yeah. <laughs> Which is horrible. Um, <laughs> but. I mean, I work. Yeah, it worked. <laughs> <laughs> the first successful conversion therapy done in right. our apartment. <laughs> Reclaiming conversion therapy. Yeah. <laughs> I would go back and forth with them. This probably for like at least three months. I would go back and forth with them and be like, "Yeah, I would have sex with women, but like, mm-hmm. I'm not gay." Yeah. Um, <laughs> and we would just go back and forth with that, and they'd be like, "Well, that you you can be gay." if you want to mm-hmm. have sex with women, like, mm-hmm. that's not a very straight thing to want. Um, <laughs> and I was like, no, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> I don't know. I felt like I wasn't romantically attracted to women. So I was like, okay. I felt the same. Because I've always thought of myself as, like, a very, like, sexual person. So I was like, mm-hmm. oh, it's just, like, me enjoying sex. And, like, that's it. Right. But then I was on TikTok all the time, all my <laughs> 
Oh, I think TikTok turned me. Yeah, honestly, probably. <laughs> probably. Because I would get all these TikToks talking about like how people discovered things. And one thing I think that like really changed my perception was someone talking about how they confuse like the anxiety that they feel around men for butterflies. Oh, yeah. yeah. And I was like, oh my God, because I always thought I was never romantically attracted to women or anyone who wasn't a man because I did not feel the same excitement feeling around them. But then I realized that I think that I'm just scared around men. Yeah. And that's the that's the the feeling I feel around them. And then around women I and like and non-binary folks and anyone who's not a man, mm-hmm. I feel safe, more safe. So not that they can't perpetuate harm, but like right. it's less expected. Um right. so I was like, oh no, I am excited. But like this excitement is is not it it doesn't manifest in the same ways because I'm literally not scared for my life. Yeah. Which is <laughs> so insane to think about. And when you told me that I was like, oh my God, that's like yeah, I wish I had been told that earlier because I didn't even think about that. Mm-hmm. But it makes so much sense. I don't know if you relate, Aaron, to that like fear. And we've all we've all dated men. Or have like some yeah. <laughs> we all just had the saddest nod. <laughs> Yeah, we're actually recovering men haters. <laughs> Literally. But, like, not even, like, oh, exaggerating. We're all recovering. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the same, like, anxious, anxious feeling. It definitely feels like excitement and butterflies and being like, but what? Like, it's going to be fun. And it's never fine. It's actually, like, <laughs> it's fear and being scared of a person, which is awful. Um, and I think a lot of movies, like say that that shit is like love and like that is what you're mm-hmm. supposed to do in a relationship which is awful and easy to internalize yeah i feel like there's a lot of those like in little ways that manifest into like the anxiety feels butterflies but then the like all kinds of like abuse that they just right. say is like it's just passionate <laughs> it's right just, you know like exciting to not know like if he'll ever text you again yeah. Like, what? For real. Like, no, he, he can't together. communicate. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he may disappear. Like, I don't know. It's just like <laughs> Yeah. No, and that's like something else I've realized that I like don't want is mm. it's not that I don't want like passion or anything like that, but it's I realize I don't want crazy highs and crazy lows. Mm. Yeah. I want to feel content which is not something I feel around men because this is another thing that I've been thinking about is that I'm not sure that it's possible for me to be myself around men because, and I would love to, Mm -hmm. but I think that I default to a version of me that is like like very feminine, very small, very weak. Mm -hmm. And without even like consciously doing it, Mm -hmm. it's hard for me to, be myself whatever that means because I'm just like I'm trying to get like a certain reaction out of them yeah I felt like I like have been thinking so much about how my like I'm I'm not necessarily like a small person and I, I think I talked to you about this if you but I've always kind of been like underweight under eating up until the last couple of years I would say um and unfortunately in the relationships I was with with men they really valued my like tininess and because a lot of them were like on the skinny side 
they were fearful that I would be bigger than them. And I like to be a woman that is bigger than your partner who like, who's a man is like, is bad. Like, Mm -hmm. like it, it's seen like as like not aesthetically pleasing and like they're supposed to be stronger. And so I think I partly would have internalized that so much because I've been in, Mm -hmm. I was with a man, like a smaller man since my freshman year of high school that I was just like, I have to be tiny. I have to be small. And maybe we'll put a trigger warning actually on this episode for like some disordered eating and like stuff like that. But yeah, I I feel like I was like really, I didn't even know. I had no clue because I just was always like, this is just what I eat. This is just what I do. Like, this is just who I am. And so I have to stay this way until being in the pandemic. And I was like, oh my God, I was like too tiny for my own good. Like it wasn't actually good for me. And I was like eating nonsense. Mm -hmm. So yeah, there's so much internalized things that can happen in relationships with men it's it's difficult yeah yeah sad (laughs) sad in my experience i feel like cis men have a very like really big issue communicating to because i think not even just within themselves because like a lot of like things that i feel like that differ for me in like queer relationships versus like relationships with cis men which like yeah i'm still queer like i just think that they like they can't communicate what they want Mm -hmm. And so then it just becomes a lot of like gaslighting and not telling and like protecting you from like the truth. And it's like, that's weird. And I, I, so many men are, are just not therapized. Um, I don't, (laughs) I don't don't have a lot of men in my life, but all of them, the ones that are, are, aren't therapized. And it's just so, it's really frustrating watching so many of the like queer, non-binary trans friends, um, doing the work on themselves in therapy constantly and it's like it's fine it's good but also we can't change like systems and people who aren't doing the work and so it's really exhausting to be like I'm working through this this and that but my fucking ex-partner who is really emotionally abusive thinks that he's perfect and won't go to therapy and it's part of because he's a cis man it's partly because he's a cis white man um but also he's under the influence that he did no wrong and he can't do any wrong it's so it's just so lopsided the way it all works it's annoying yeah yeah that is definitely in terms of healing one of my biggest stressors is the fact that like survivors live every day with knowing this person has like done these things but they are just Lottie dying around like they don't think <laughs> yeah. that they've done a thing wrong. One of my mm-hmm. abusers followed me on Twitter. What are we friends? <laughs> anyway, poor K. <laughs> and it's just like, what is your brain? What is your yeah. brain that yep. makes you think that this is okay? That you have no self awareness, self reflection. My ex partner, who was like awful to me. DM'd me on Instagram. I've told both of you this. And was like, I think it is really like, I am ready to like re-enter our friendship. And I've done a lot of work on myself. And I think I'm better as a person now. And I've had like revelations. And I really want to like you to be in my life again. And I was like, I broke up with you because you were a trash human being to me. I never said I wanted you in my life. <laughs> like he was so convoluted. Um, But I was like, how, like what in your head thinks that you should be like, yeah, let me go, like, one, let me DM Nina. And then he was like, here's my number, like, reach out to me. And I was like, what? 
I was like, why why do you follow me still? I like little creeper. Both of you know him too, so I'm so sorry that I did like you knew that person. And to like just to, to declare I am a better person now. And because yeah. due to my brilliant revelations, I I think we can get back on track. Still like, not in therapy though. So not sure what better you are. <laughs> anyway, you wanna pivot? Oh yeah, so what is everyone's queer stories? How did we become queers? <laughs> well, I'll start. Yeah. <laughs> I'll lead the class. Hmm. I I feel like I always knew that I was into girls. Or like yeah. I just it was like maybe, you know, my browsing of that book a little, a little much, or I used to watch Star Wars and I would just like only watch the part where Princess Leia was in a bikini thing. (laughs) (laughs) And then I didn't have like a word for it until I was like a teen, like a 13 year old little baby queer. And I called like my (laughs) three friends first. I was like, Hey, I just want to let you know, I want to tell you this before I post on FB, before I get on Facebook and I write to the world, my coming out post, which is all under caps, hi, I'm bi, and then a written smiley face. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) And then I was an aggressively queer middle schooler and a friend started the like middle school GSA so we started that and he taught me about Stonewall and he was very into like the history of like well that's like, amazing I yeah know. He was, in like, middle a thir- school yeah he was like 13 being like Marsha P. Johnson <laughs> like let me tell you like that's amazing wow and yeah and then I've just been queer ever since and I feel like queer is a much better label for me but I also yeah. stand by bisexuality and like yeah but I also don't view it as like a binary mm-hmm. right I sim all, very similar to y'all but there was a lot of gay things in my childhood um <laughs> and like if my family listens to this <laughs> now you know <laughs> um, I used to make out with my neighbors all the time my girl neighbors like we would be like <laughs> We'd be like, I dare you to kiss me. <laughs> and we can do stuff like that. Like constantly. Um, and yeah, I would I would read that that book. And then, oh my god, I think I'm gonna out myself as a little I'm so nerdy and I hate talking about it. I used to read anime. <laughs> I used to read comics. And there were so many nude women in it. And I would just like stare <laughs> at naked ladies and I was like oh my god um and then bad things happened where I was like oh I shouldn't be a gay like at all and I think I really especially with tv um because I was pretty I was just timid I was scared of lots of things so my parents kept a lot of things from me uh in the media but that means it was very like specific what I was consuming anyways so it was just straight nonsense and I was like okay well I have to be that um so I really 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 tried to be a straight like person and a lot of that was like unfortunately like whiteness like white straightness because mm-hmm. i was influenced by freaking gossip girl like crazy <laughs> I was like, yeah I, i'm wearing a catholic school girl outfit i'm at a private school i'm with all these people so i have to be a little straight and then i think in when i was like middle of high school 
I think I said once because I was on Tumblr a lot. I was like, oh, I think I'm pansexual. Um, <laughs> and then, oh, my sister's going to be so mad that I'm telling this. It's fine. She apologized for it. Um, I was playing Monopoly with my sister and her friends and a commercial came on and they were making fun of some lady. And I was like, don't do that. She's like really pretty. And my sister was like, wait, what are you? <laughs> I think she asked if I was bi or something. And I was like, no. I'm pan and then they all laughed and they're like what are you like <laughs> do you like want to fuck tools and I was like oh my god and then I left the house in a really dramatic turn and I was running through my neighborhood <laughs> crying and then later my sister was like I'm so sorry that was so messed up and I was like thank you um and then I got I dated a lot of men again not by choice they wanted mm-hmm. to date me and I just did and then um, I was like, this is gross. And in college, I started making out with girls again. And I was like, this is it. <laughs> and now I'm dating my partner. And I'm like, hell yeah. <laughs> so I've always been so freaking queer. But a lot of it, I've, I think I've, I was shamed like hard. I was shamed mm-hmm. hard early on in my life about it. So it took me a long time to like say it. And then when I came out to my parents, they were like, how would we not have known? And I was like, I was in theater. <laughs> I um, was on Tumblr constantly. I watched fucking Doctor Who, which is here. So Were I'm you not sure. Super Hulock. <laughs> I was a Hulock, not okay. the Super. <laughs> Unfortunately. <laughs> Were you? No, I actually just learned about that. I Are actually you just learned about that. Yeah, because Wait. I was never. You were not in that. I was not in that, but my roommates, they, they were telling me all about, like, the people who were Wensler, like, people who were, like, attracted to the Wensler from the Lorax. It's no, apparently, who? like, a thing. The Wensler. Have you seen the Lorax? Yeah. <laughs> the Wensler is, like, the guy who, like, comes and, like, starts making, right? I think I mean, so. Yeah, but wait. <laughs> so, I think there was, like, a group of people who were attracted to him. Let me Google this. Huh. <laughs> One, Which is he's one. just like a skinny white man. Oh like a, no! <laughs> yeah. Okay, okay, okay. I see, I see. Okay, this looks like um a lesbian. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. A lesbian. They're wearing a vest and a fedora. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> That's a lesbian. Anyway, the Lorax also is a little dikey. Want to make that clear? <laughs> mm-hmm. I didn't know that was a thing. Okay, keep going. <laughs> oh that's it I just I learned about all these fun terms because when I came out my roommates were like okay and they didn't actually mean this in like a way like we need to figure out what kind of gay are you but it was more oh, yeah. like a fun thing like I love doing okay, that <laughs> what kind of gay are you okay what kind of gay are you though um I think they think that I'm a theater gay unfortunately oh. um, <laughs> <laughs> but I still don't know that we have like a whole chart like it's like a it's like a diagram Oh, okay. And it goes from, oh, I don't know if I'm going to remember it. It goes from, like, jock to nerd. Okay. And then the other side is prep to goth, I think. Oh, okay. You're proud. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, Aaron, what what type of gay are you? Well, see, now I'm all, I'm all, I'm all... <laughs> confused because again because <laughs> i don't know <laughs> oh you're a plant gay aren't you oh sure yeah i guess a plant gay is being yeah. a tall gay thing 
Oh my god, you are tall gay. Yeah. yeah. I forgot how tall you were. And the last time I saw you, I was like, oh my God, she's towered me. <laughs> I was thinking about that when we were talking about, or when you were talking about making yourself small, because I've dated mm. a lot of shorter than me guys. And let me tell mm. you, my postures just gets hilarious. Like I'm like <laughs> halfway over. I dated a guy who's 5'3". I'm 5'11". But also, oh, you know. No. <laughs> What if you're if you're that? a man and you're five three or lower, you're queer. <laughs> you have to be. You have to be. Um, but it's so interesting how it like affects things like your like your literal posture. Like yeah, I don't think you're a theater gay. Thank you. I think I'm. I I'm. What I hope I that people see me as is like an art gay. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. I think you're an art gay. Thank if you. anything, I think I'm the goddamn theater guy here. Unfortunately. <laughs> yeah. Well, you kind of are too, Aaron. <laughs> you you introduced me if to a lot of Hamilton. So <laughs> Yeah, I did. Yeah, I got like one of my last things I did before quarantine started was like go to a musical. <laughs> so oh, yeah. oh god, yeah. The one that you love, right? Yeah. I'm yeah. Six, you saw six? Uh, I saw it twice in Chicago and then one oh time. Oh my god! <laughs> so yeah, okay, god. I'm a theater gay. Yes. You're a theater gay. <laughs> also, all my friends are theater gays. Yeah, no, me too. Okay. Yeah. I think my my girlfriend is um, and she will kill me if she hears it. She's a choir gay. She's mm, a me too. Gay. Me yeah. too. Yeah. yeah. Horrible. Yeah. She's kind of a baking gay. Is that? Not oh yeah, thing? she definitely is. She loves the baked goods. She really does. So impressive. It's some vegan um, 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 chocolate chip cookies. I like shat my pants how good they were. I ate like five. Oh, Shout that out to amazing. Charlotte. <laughs> yeah. What's your sign again? What's your astrological sign? Oh, this is embarrassing. <laughs> I don't think it's embarrassing. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I just want to, here's um, like a little disclaimer. If you hate my sign, that's okay. There's a lot of bad people with this sign, and I understand. Um, what is it? <laughs> so my son is a Gemini. I love Gemini. Okay, okay, yeah. cool. Um, I'm Gemini sun. I'm a Leo moon and a Libra rising. I think I'm a Cap sun, Gem moon, Sag rising. Ooh. Yeah, spacey. <laughs> I have a lot of Sag in my chart. Yeah. I like that. That makes sense. Wow. I'm awesome. very, very Gemini E. Yeah. As my partner has read me multiple times. <laughs> yeah. But she's also a fucking Aries. So there's a lot going on there. <laughs> and oh my God, but Warren, you're also a Capricorn eating a Capricorn, which is insanity. Yeah. Um, worse, you know, something worse than that. My parents are both Capricorns. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> But let me tell you, we love lists in this house. <laughs> What's your oh, yeah. moon and rising? My moon is a Libra and a Pisces um, rising. Okay. I kind of love that. I have no judgments really about signs unless they're they're cis men. And unless mm -hmm. that cis man is a Cancer or a Pisces. <laughs> <laughs> That's my only stipulation. Mm, I, I have, most of my friends are um, Caps. And um, gems, Gemini's, yeah. Really? Yeah. That's a lot so of sweet. 
And then Tauruses. I like Tauruses a lot. I love Tauruses. One of my closest friends a Taurus. And then my my mom's a Sag, my dad's a Scorpio, so they're fucking chaotic. Like crazy. They're gonna listen to this and be like, what is wrong with you, Nina? <laughs> Why <laughs> did you say these things? Banish it. Um, okay. No, it's fun. I love I love hearing it. And this is such a side a tangent. So recently I had to tell Shar, who is basically a ginger. She's super freckly and her hair is very, very, it, it leans red. That the black community has an alliance with gingers. And she didn't know what the hell I was talking about. Do y'all know? No. Okay, so gingers were like, you know, considered evil and still kind of are. And they were murdered quite often back in mm-hmm. earlier than the 19th century, I think. Somebody's gonna like write in and be like, this is the time period. Um, but yeah, they were considered like spawns of evil and so they were killed a lot, and so they've been like they they they're humble <laughs> because not everyone thinks they're evil. But yeah, black people love gingers is essentially the thing. And on TikTok, everyone's been like, all the black black TikTok has been like, we don't like white people, but we do fucks with gingers. <laughs> and that is also how I feel. <laughs> Oh, that I did not know that at all. Yeah, I don't know why I'm confused that y'all don't know, but yeah, I thought it was more well known. <laughs> <laughs> Amazing. Okay, here are the 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 signs that I am a queer person. Mm. Okay, so I truly think sexuality is fluid, and so I think that I was probably gay as a very young child, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and then it kind of went away a little bit. Mm-hmm. Not like went away, but like shifted towards straight, and then came back gay around like (laughs) high school and I didn't (laughs) and I didn't realize Mm -hmm. but yeah I really liked our bodies ourselves I also was in the GSA in my middle school as a straight ally (laughs) Mm -hmm. that's amazing (laughs) yeah (laughs) strictly a straight ally and in the I don't know if you guys have seen the movie or y'all have seen the movie but I'm a cheerleader no I haven't seen it yet would recommend yeah I'm gonna watch them it's very funny in the movie, they talk, they, it's at a conversion therapy. Um, oh. I mean, it's like a comedy, but they have to go to a conversion therapy to not be gay anymore. And so the thing they have to all say is like, what is your root? Like, why are you gay? Oh. Um, and they all have to come up with like what your root is. And so <laughs> me and my friends were joking. And I think that my root is that I breastfed until <laughs> I was like three. <laughs> And so I've always. <laughs> it's like that's not what I was expecting you to say, <laughs> but also it's it says so much. It truly does, and it's so it's so ridiculous. But I have always been very into boobs. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> if I'm gonna evaluate it, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Actually, my mom made me um, a boob-shaped cake when I stopped breastfeeding to celebrate. <laughs> Your mom sounds like the sweetest person. Seriously. She is. Okay, Erin, what she would is. your root be? <laughs> well, now I want to, like, make you a boob-shaped cake. Like, like who should I would love one. Oh, my God. We should make that. I'm so down. I'm sure in the new era of breastfeeding. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Different purposes, you know? <laughs> What is my root? Hmm. Hmm. Like, why am I gay? Hmm. Some in the movie, I'll give you some of the examples that people gave in the movie. There's like one person who's like, it's because I was born in France. Um, 
And okay, I think I have mine. Okay, well, okay, okay. So I like went to church every Sunday, a Catholic church, mm-hmm. every Sunday until I was like 17. And it was a homophobic church. So I think that my mm-hmm. is spite. <laughs> oh, I love that. That's a good one. That's it. Okay. Oh, my roots, it's Montessori school. Period. I was in Montessori school from pre-K to like first grade. And that shit's gay. Doing, playing with blocks on a carpeted floor that's rainbow colored, gay. Gay. Like sitting in a circle to eat lunch, cot, bro. Gay. on a cot, gay. (laughs) That is another thing that I've discovered now that I'm gay is that everything is gay. Yeah. And it's so much more fun to watch movies Mm -hmm. because I'm like, oh my God, everything's gay. Yeah. There's so much like homoerotic just tension (laughs) in everything. And I always, whenever I watch something, I say, well, this would have been better if this character was queer and this would have been better if it was a person of color. I agree. I also just, I want to clarify too that once I realized I was queer at the beginning of the pandemic, mm-hmm. it took me a very, very long time to come to terms with that. And I'm still struggling with a lot of, because I mean, I still like men, unfortunately. unfortunately. <laughs> Not unfortunately. <laughs> it's okay. I have a lot of, it is confusing to me still. No, and yeah. I want to like make it clear. Like it's like, it's all confusing. And especially now that I'm like, using she they pronouns and like i'm like I, am i a woman i don't know like all these different things yeah. like there's a, still a lot of confusion why well, like before the panty i was i was like i'm a lesbian like period i love you know women femme women um and in the panty i i realized that's like not true and i think i was using that as a bit of a defense mechanism to validate my identity um, because unfortunately there is a lot of invalidation for queer identities. Um, and so before that, I was like, <laughs> I went from pan to queer <laughs> to lesbian. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I think I'm just gonna, and I don't like lesbian as much because it's like very, it's it's white, you know, there's a lot mm-hmm. of like whiteness associated with it. So I've re leaned into queerness, but yeah, I think I was like shameful because I was like, yeah, I was just like, I don't think I'm attracted to men. But that I can't I also can't even say that because I think I was being a bit transphobic. I was just thinking of cis men, period, and that's not yeah. true. So yeah, I'm I'm leaning out. I'm trying to figure everything out. But labeling is hard, anyways, because it makes you feel like you can only ascribe to like these a list of things. So mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think that like the internalized homophobia it don't stop. I think I'd maybe have said on the <laughs> before. Like I used to assume that I would just like. I was like, I'm like queer, but I'm like gonna marry a man because that's just gonna make yeah. me easier. yeah. And so yeah. all the things that like we tell ourselves, but it's such a process because it is really hard. It's the thing that you said, Aviv, about like you feel like your queerness went away. It's also like we learn mm. behaviors that we are like taught. We like learn how right. to fit in, how to survive, and that like starts from like learning that you have to eat multiple times a day, but also like how to survive socially. So it's really just it's mm-hmm. such a fluid thing, and it's so hard and yeah. complicated because despite like all of my like proudness of my queerness it's like I can I still get like uncomfortable or like Caitlin and I like I wouldn't want her to like kiss me before like one of us got off the train because I like didn't want to then be on the train mm. and like be a gay publicly right. like even though I mean I'm dressed like yeah <laughs> <laughs> 
it's hard in the pandemic because a lot of it comes from validation and when you're not getting that yeah queer events and stuff because I mean we operate straight unless otherwise you know stated and so it's hard when you're not surrounded by other like gays and queers who are like being themselves I really really miss if anything just like social events with queer people and like the fashion and the music mm-hmm. it feels really yeah. good and it's hard being isolated and then self-reflecting constantly about your own identities because there's nothing it's like you're shouting to yourself but there's no one else talking to you about it so it's really hard to me yeah, yeah. I think that I'm I am excited for the end of <laughs> COVID <laughs> but I'm also really scared because I'm able to be like fully queer in my apartment which is now we are calling it just the um the gay alliance now (laughs) it's no longer the gay straight alliance but I'm worried about like interacting with other people because I think that I have a tendency to just default Mm -hmm. to a person that I'm not Mm -hmm. and I don't know how to really interact in that way and I'm like what clothes will I wear like do I want to attract like who do I want to attract like I don't know (laughs) it's so confusing Hopefully we'll all have a huge party after all of this is over with all of the gays. Do you wanna do you wanna take a quiz? <laughs> yes. Yes. Let us take a quiz. I like this quiz. You wanna do that, okay. Take a truly delectable lunch to see what queer music artist you'd vibe with. <laughs> do you have it open, Aviv? Yes, okay, I do. Cool. Okay. <laughs> I love Buzzbeat quizzes. Like seriously. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> They're so much fun. Okay, so we're taking a quiz. It's called um make a truly like Aaron just said, make a truly delectable lunch to see which queer music artists you'd vibe with. We don't know who the artists are. This is by Gay Rat. That's the name <laughs> of the person who um Oh maybe you made the quiz. quiz. Yeah, <laughs> it's me. <laughs> um, okay, first things first, y'all. What kind of food are we craving? Ooh. The options are American, Chinese, Mexican, Japanese, Italian, and other. <laughs> I'm going to go with Chinese. Okay. I think I'm going to go with other because I crave Indian food right now. Mm, that sounds really good. Yeah. Go what are you Mexican, craving? Mexican food. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Are you making this meal at home? No. <laughs> the, I yeah, I love to cook option is upsetting. Okay. Ask me that <laughs> you, like a year ago, we'll talk. <laughs> <laughs> One of the options is yes, but only for so I can post it on IG, which is a very particular kind of person. <laughs> yeah. There's heck no, I don't have time for that. I think I'm going to go with heck no. I don't have time for that. Okay. I think going? I'm going to go, no, I'd like to eat out as a treat. As a tweet. <laughs> Who are you eating with? No one, because it's a pandemic, gay rat. <laughs> Come on, gay rat. <laughs> My significant other. That's who I eat with everything. Um, My friend. Mm-hmm. And you know what? I'll do me, myself, and I, because... <laughs> Maybe Kaylee's at work, okay? Yeah. Oh, why is it asking about portion sizes? Horrible. Okay. What are we thinking for portion size? Small, medium. I don't care as long as it tastes good or big because I'm always hungry. I don't like this question, but I 
Yeah, I was going to say big because, like, then you can save for leftovers, too. Yes. Oh, I'm going to go with I don't care as long as it tastes good because I hate when I buy things that and I hate it, even if I have leftovers. I'd right. rather, like, mm. eat it all, yeah. Okay, an appetizer. And it looks like we have some fries <laughs> with some <laughs> cheese on it, nachos, matzo sticks, and salad and or soup so different so why would we put it pressing ass salad that is like a salad you would order out it really is like a radish and a tomato <laughs> um i'm doing matzo sticks i think i'm gonna go fries i'm gonna go <laughs> i'm gonna go nachos wait do we think that they're this person like knows like what celebrities like food they like like how what is this actually based on you think someone did research for this? <laughs> it's random. Yeah. Okay, what's the main course, y'all? Okay, this seems weird because it's like these aren't all the options that were given. <laughs> I know, I threw caution to the wind about what I was craving. Yeah. <laughs> Just kidding, I'm going to get tacos. <laughs> oh, yeah. No, yeah, I'm doing tacos too. I think I'm going to go pasta. Yeah, I think I'm switching to panini. Ooh, Ooh the panini does look good. Yeah. <laughs> I'm so hungry. <laughs> Did we leave room for dessert, y'all? Yeah. Always. Okay, these are trash options. Tiramisu. Do we like, you don't like tiramisu? I just don't think that that is dessert. <laughs> like it's not sugary enough. It's not big enough. Mm. So I'm going with cake. <laughs> um, I'll have to make you tiramisu, I guess. Because oh, I make good. a really good tiramisu. Okay, no, I do like it. I just never have enough. <laughs> it's a problem. What are you choosing, Erin? Ice cream. Ice cream, okay. Me too. Okay. What are you washing it all down with? Hmm. There's soda, there's water, there's a cocktail, mm. <laughs> or a glass of wine, or a beer. <laughs> so many options. Can you get like a cocktail delivered? Oh, did yeah. you get margaritas delivered? Yeah. They're, they're really good. Yeah. I'm going to go with water. <laughs> Who the fuck is that? Huh? I'll go with a cocktail. I don't know who I got, y'all. Yeah, I think I'm going to go with the cocktail. Who did you get? Okay, you see who you got. <laughs> I'm Googling. Okay, I got King Princess. How did I? Hmm. Is it just... You got King Princess? Yes. Yeah. There Who was this at the end of this? <laughs> I got Cave Town. Oh, I cave do actually town? know who that is. I have no oh. clue. Just, just like Cave Town, you're a really chill person who enjoys the company of other <laughs> chill people. That's not true. I'm chaotic and manic. <laughs> you're really big on comfort, and you can often be found sporting a really comfortable sweater you just got from a thrift store. That's true. People love you for your unique sense of humor and wit. I can't confirm nor deny that. <laughs> I would confirm that one. I would confirm. Oh, thank you. <laughs> what does King Princess okay. say? I just looked up. I just, I just looked up Cave Town, mm -hmm. and they look. They're like a skinny white redhead. Yeah, I've actually with. Oh, they're younger than me. Yeah, he has a couple. Their music is pretty good. I would say very chill. They look like um a character from Skins. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. In a good way. If you listen to this Cape Town, 
don't be offended. We already talked about gingers and how we're okay. ginger allies. So. <laughs> <laughs> Do you want to read the King's description of you? Yeah, I would love to. It says, just like King Princess, you're iconic, hilarious, and talented. <laughs> you love <laughs> swimming upstream because, if we're being honest, where's the fun in going with the flow? You never turn down a good adventure as long as you have your trusted crew by your side. People are inspired by your courage and confidence. I don't like King Princess. <laughs> and that's fair. I googled. Oh, you don't know who King Princess is, Erin? I don't think so. She did, um, what's her most famous song? Like 1950, maybe, or Talia. Yeah, she's she's pretty good. I just don't, um, she's a little entitled, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. She dated Amanda. I think, yeah. She dated Rue from The Hunger Games. (laughs) I like her music, and I like, I can appreciate that, but I also am a little upset with this quiz because I feel like the two people that we each got are, like, the representation of, like, androgyny and queerness, which is just, like, white skinny folks, and, like, where are the other people? Right, I was waiting for Lil Nas X and, like, yeah, the only person I can think of right now, actually, or, like, okay, no, you're like, why did I not get Lil Nas? X? I thought I was gonna get Lil Nas. Oh, I should have got the pa- I did get the panini. Do y'all understand that reference? No. No. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he has a song called Panini. Oh, oh my god. Okay. okay you're not okay. with the culture. <laughs> you better read up on your day pop culture. You. That's just clearly true in my case. <laughs> Okay, what's, like, one final question we can end on? Like, a light one. Oh, we could see, like, what queer something are we, like, looking forward to? Like, media. Mm. But there's not a lot of gay, like, movies or shows out right now. Oh, I want to watch Generation on HBO. Have y'all seen that? I've seen it. I haven't, like, watched it yet. It's just a, it's just a, a show. It's a queer show. And I really like the main character. They actually have some really good shows right now. I'm not going to lie. Mm-hmm. I have someone else's HBO, so I feel like I'm loving oh, yeah. the program. Which, yeah, right now I'm watching Betty, which I have not seen yet. Either. I, I wanted to see it. I is it. it good? Oh my god. Um, Every single character in Betty is so hot. Like, <laughs> it makes me so angry. Um, and one of the characters I DM'd, well, I didn't DM, she posted on her story um, and she, saying that she wanted, to, like, she's giving private skate lessons, and I was like, come to Chicago. <gasps> And she was like, whoa, you have the same name as me. And I was like, ha, 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 yeah. Come to Chicago. <laughs> so, yeah. What was the question? Oh, just what are you looking forward to? And is it is it gay? Is it something gay? <laughs> oh, in terms of media. Okay, so I also work at the LGBTQ <laughs> studies program. Mm-hmm. Um, and so for the next newsletter, I'm coming out with a list of queer movies. And I'm... Oh, yeah finding stuff that's like i've been looking for stuff that's not like stuff that people know yeah yeah nice so hopefully there will be some cool suggestions yeah i want to help with that i know a lot of stuff yeah please what about you i don't know what i'm looking forward to (laughs) everything seems so bleak 
You could take a walk, a queer walk. Okay, well, I know. I could listen to some gays, some yeah. gay music. That's true. I <laughs> guess I'm looking forward to streaming Montero by Lil Nas X forever. Oh, yeah. mm-hmm. It's so good. At first, I was like, eh, and now I've played it like 10 times. So. Yeah. <laughs> for real. Thank you so much for being on our podcast, Aviv. Is there anything that you want to promote? You can follow my Instagram. It's aviv.s.gold. And I also am selling polymer earrings. Oh, yeah. That Instagram is when it's sunny out. When underscore it's underscore sunny underscore out. <laughs> Was the non underscore one taken? <laughs> I think so. Yeah. <laughs> Everyone, don't forget to follow us on our social medias. We can say our, I we never say ours. Follow Aaron at E underscore Dillet on Instagram. And it's all cool on Twitter. Cool, yeah. Cool, okay. <laughs> <laughs> and then you can follow me on Instagram at Your Still Flower and Your Still Flower Shop. And on Twitter at Just Dump Him. And you can follow the pod at uh, in 2020 podcast on instagram and at in 2020 on twitter and feel free to rate review and subscribe <laughs> <laughs> stay safe out there in the apocalypse uh, anthropology in the time of the apocalypse you've been listening to earbud media production earbud media audio for everyone